Welcome to the Uncomfortable Truth Podcast, hosted by the rock star of consulting, Alan Weiss. Be prepared to have your beliefs challenged and your behaviors questioned. Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Truth. I'm Alan Weiss. This title today is Era's End. Is this an era's end? By this I mean post-World War II, the zeitgeist in the United States and elsewhere in some places was work hard, save up, do well, and things will get better. And someday you will retire and you're not going to live all that long after you retire. When Social Security was enacted around about, oh, the mid-19, late 1940s, there were 11 people working for every person retired and the average lifespan was 68. People retired at 65. Today, there's something like one and a half or two people working for every retired person, and the average lifespan is more like 78. You can see how things have changed. But in those days, you worked your way up the corporate ladder, or you worked your way uh, into a job that was pleasant and adequate and satisfactory for you, and on you went. In that time, we ignored issues, I guess is the best word, of minorities, of women, and of others. And we got fat and complacent. Schools were adequate. Teachers were respected. Police were respected. If you had a run-in with the police or with teachers, your parents would take their side by default. And colonialism and imperialism was still extant. Right now, as I record this, it's the day of the burial of Queen Elizabeth. Great pomp and circumstance. And I think she was a fine, fine woman. But you see, still... The remnants of colonialism and imperialism even today and the jewels and the crown and everything else extracted from the colonies. But back then, I remember in grammar school, you looked at a map of Africa, you saw French Equatorial Africa, which ran north and south, and French West Africa, which ran east and west, and they encompassed most of the continent except for what the British owned. There were perhaps 12 independent countries in all of Africa. There were two superpowers, the good guys, the United States, and the bad guys, the Russians. Today, we have a synchronous war. We have terrorism, which, by definition, is trying to use the least amount of resources to create the most amount of horror and terror and pain. We have massively confused communications. We have misinformation and disinformation and people regarding their opinion as fact, even in the major media. And we have cable networks and broadcast networks that are clearly aligned on the left or the right, the New York Times wants a great newspaper, the newspaper of record. All the news that we see fit to print is their, logan, is their slogan today. Not all the news that's fit to print, all the news that we see fit to print. And it leans so hard to the left, it's going to fall over. Complacency, I believe, leads to lower standards. And I think what we're talking about today, when I talk about the end of an era, is much, much lower standards. Lower standards in business lower standards in civility, lower standards about cheating, lower standards about greed. Marsha McLuhan, the great Canadian writer, business person, sociologist, said that the price of eternal vigilance is indifference. And by that he meant that if you kept watching after a while, you got bored watching. And so you let your guard down. And in fact, if you take a look at the TSA stations in every airport, they try to change the people at the monitors fairly frequently because after you look and look and look, even a gun might pass by because you get so bored doing the same thing over and over. I worked my way partway through college in a pen factory, a sweat house, 
and I was supposed to separate defective pen casings from the good ones by looking for these tiny scratches, and I would inevitably fall asleep every single time. I did not ever get employee of the month, let me tell you that. Today, legitimate protest has turned into riot, and we see causes becoming movements, becoming rackets. We have a society that's full of grievances, grievances that we expect everyone else to observe and honor first and foremost. We don't give in, we try to get out. Compromise is almost unknown. And you have to wonder after a while, aside from dogs barking, will the bullies and the despots and the dictators actually win? And so right now, we have Putin trying to invade Ukraine, unsuccessfully so. We have Z trying to take over Taiwan, and so far, who knows whether he'll be successful or not, but he will ultimately try. So is the Western ideal of freedom and liberty doomed by selfishness, doomed by selective application of those fine values, and doomed by personal grievance? And also, I would ask, is it doomed by inadequate leadership and absolutely poor statesmanship, statespersonship? In the United States, we can remember people like Tip O'Neill and Daniel Patrick Moynihan, who earnestly and actively and continually sought compromise, sought common positions with people of other political persuasions. And that's how legislation got passed. Both Ronald Reagan and Bill Clinton, two different parties, we're able to form consensus. Today, we don't have that. Today, it's insufficient that somebody be right unless the other person is wrong. And that is not just a clever statement. It is an accurate statement in that people aren't happy just winning. They want the other person to lose. There is a moral narcissism of absolutely unprecedented vigor, of unprecedented depth. So you have to wonder if this is a turning point in civilization. You have to wonder about people who call themselves artists and turn out music that have lyrics derogatory toward women, that talk about violence, that extol drugs. Are these artists? Is this civilization? Will we be a nation here of 360 million independent entities? Forget the melting pot, you know, forget the salad bowl, forget the mosaic. It seems like it's more like walled fortresses. And I think we have to look forward and say, is this a new era building? I don't think it's generational. I don't think it's Gen X or Gen Y or Gen ABC. I don't think, you know, it's millennials versus boomers or anything else. I think it's a fact that these times are changing. And the perfect storm might be the media departing from objective reporting and launching itself into editorializing and taking sides. And it just might be the absence of the family dinner table. And it just might be the absence of the intact household. And it just might be business at any cost. And while I don't believe in down Wall Street and Occupy This and great conspiracies, I do think that the institutional investors should have sniffed out Bernie Madoff long before they did. And I think they're responsible for that. And we see this kind of greed, these kind of pyramid schemes, these kinds of Ponzi schemes all over the place. People trying to make money without contributing value to the environment. I'm 76. 
but most of you are going to have to put up with this for quite a while. And you have to ask yourself, is this just another blip on the radar of history, and it too will dissipate, or have we actually turned a corner? Have we made a 90-degree turn, and for better or for worse, it's no longer your welcome, it's no problem. It's no longer stand in line, it's cut the line. It's no longer abide by what everybody else abides by, it's by stand your own ground. And the hell with society, I'm my own boss, I need power, I don't need your permission. It's also exacerbated by alarmingly weak political leadership on both sides of the aisle, and people who put up candidates and running mates just to get elected and not to govern. And that's why probably also we see such huge departures from full voter participation, sometimes with 40 million eligible voters not voting, which is larger than the size of most countries. And so, I don't have to put up with this for all that much longer like you do, if you're not my age or older. And you're going to have to figure out how you cope with this existence, or how you change it, or how you hunker down. And I'm afraid that is the uncomfortable truth. You've been listening to The Uncomfortable Truth with Alan Weiss. For free access to Alan's newsletters, audio and video resources, and for information about his global events and coaching communities, please visit alanweiss.com. Thanks for listening. Keep the faith.